Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Zach Booth. Just a few years ago, he was a window cleaner. You can even find his window cleaning tutorial videos on YouTube with millions of views. However, Zach always dreamt of being a real estate investor. Taking a huge leap of faith, he walked away from window cleaning and within a handful of years, he was making over a million dollars per year from real estate investing. With his successful business, he now spends his time helping others see how simple it is to make money with real estate. Zach is here today to share his insider secrets to finding massively discounted properties, regardless of your experience level. Welcome to the show, Zach. Great to have you here. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us. It's awesome. So we have so many different entrepreneurs, um, business people, business owners here on the show, but I find that we do kind of tend to go heavy into the real estate and we have a lot of real estate related guests. And I just want to say it's not because I'm biased and I myself am a huge proponent of real estate. I'm a real estate investor. My whole family is. I'm a real estate lawyer. I'm a real estate broker. I do property management. So obviously I'm a little bit biased in that way. But I also feel that since this show is about lifestyle and work-life balance and passive income and sort of growing your businesses and investments, it's only natural that we attract a huge number of guests who are in the real estate field because real estate lends itself so well to all of that. So Zach, tell us a little bit about your story and sort of what you do for a living. Yeah. So I've done a lot of different things. You know, I started that window cleaning business and I had to do a lot of little side things to survive and scale and get to where I'm at now. But what my business is now, my core business is real estate. And I say this, real estate investing is marketing and our product is real estate, right? A lot of people think, oh, you're in real estate. Do you list houses? Do you flip houses? Do you buy rentals? And one thing that I, that I think is very important for people to realize is those are strategies within real estate. Those are things you do with a deal. It's not real estate. Real estate investing is consistently finding opportunities and turning them into money with whatever strategy is the best for that situation of that seller or that deal. And so I have found a way to find properties at a massive discount. And I mean, 40, 50 cents on the dollar consistently. So, you know, I make over a million dollars a year doing that. The strategies that we use to take those deeply discounted deals and turn them into money is flipping, buy and hold investing. I have a portfolio, but more than anything, we actually have done a ton of wholesaling, which is so fun and awesome for me because when I was broke, I was able to find a discounted opportunity and pass it on for a fee. So real estate wholesaling, some people think you're you're saying you're buying this giant bulk package from like a foreclosure or something and selling them off one by one, but that's not it. You're finding a di deeply discounted opportunity and passing the opportunity onto an investor that wants to keep it for themselves or flip it for that assignment fee. And so we do a lot of that, but that's my core business. And I also help other people all across the country 
to do this as well. And that's actually where I spend the majority of my time because it's where I get my fulfillment. I spend about four to five hours a week is all in my investment business that generates really all my money. And my, my passion project is being on these podcasts. I create two of my own podcasts per week. I have two YouTube videos I create, five TikToks, three Instagram reels. So I create all this content to try and serve and give back and help. And that's what I actually do with most of my working hours. And so that's kind of what I'm doing and what my job slash businesses are right now. Well, this is going to be pretty educational and I think inspiring and probably very motivating too for people listening. I'm very familiar with wholesaling because I work in real estate, but for a lot of people, that may have been the first time they heard the term wholesaling when it comes to real estate. So give us sort of like more of a story form, some gal, let's make it a gal because it's not just the guys out there doing real estate. Women in real estate is a huge sector. So let's make this a a lady. Um, So let's name her Beth. So if Beth wants to become a wholesaler, what does that mean she would be doing? Okay. So these are the steps, right? So what Beth is going to need to do is she first needs to find a list of investors that are consistently buying deals, whether they're flipping them or keeping them to buy and hold. So for example, if Flavia is buying deals in... what, what, Where are you buying deals, Flavia? Let's pick one of my favorite real estate investment cities. Let's pick Memphis. Memphis. Okay. So you find someone like Flavia and, and a handful of other people. Then you have to go and find a title company that understands the wholesaling process can do the, the transaction for you. Right. So those are the first two steps. The third step is to get a real estate attorney that understands wholesaling like Flavia, right? She's an attorney in California, but you're going to need a real estate attorney that's licensed in the city in this or in the state that you work because regulations may vary uh, depending on the state that you live. So then you got to make sure that you're following all the correct processes and you have a purchase contract that's assignable and an assignment contract. Because when you sign a contract, let's say Bob wants to sell this rundown bad house and Flavia wants to buy it from you. Well, you'll sign a purchase agreement between you and Bob and then Flavia is going to get an assignment contract and you're going to assign that contract, that purchase contract to Flavia, right? So you're basically just passing the paperwork on. So once you find those three foundational pieces, your purchase contract, your attorney, your title company, and your buyer's list, now you need to find properties at a discount, right? So now you start your marketing. Everything I've branded, everything I do, I call it driving for dollars mastery, right? Because I make all of my money off of finding properties, doing driving for dollars. That's where we drive around. We identify houses with physical signs of neglect and then reach out and see if they want to sell. If they want to sell, then we qualify them and say, okay, well, you might make more money if you fix it up and list it yourself. And if they're like, no, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to sell it as is. It's like, okay, I can make you an offer, but you may make a little bit less, but I can make it convenient for you, right? That's who we're trying to find. And it exists and it exists a lot more than people think, even in super hot markets like now. So that is the goal is then to find properties at a discount with your marketing. And then you have all the foundational pieces in place and you pass those opportunities that you're finding on for an assignment fee, for a, for a finder's fee, basically. My average wholesale deal here in Utah is $30,000, just over. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big chunk of change for just finding the deal. 
So I think wholesaling is one of those little known careers, right? Like not a lot of people know little kids. If you ask them, what do you when you grow up? What do you want to be a fire person or police officer? You know, they're going to name all these things. Very few little seven-year-olds are going to say, I'd love to be a wholesaler when I grow up because it's just not one of those known careers. But it is a fantastic career, especially for someone that's really good at sales. So if you are someone that right now has just a normal employee type job, you're a, either a telemarketer or you're working in any kind of outbound sales. It doesn't matter what it is. Sales is a skill that translates across industries. And if you found yourself being very successful, but you feel sort of underpaid and not in control of your own future career and schedule, you might have the talent to be a wholesaler because a lot of wholesaling really is conversations with homeowners and talking people through their different options and helping them make decisions. Do you agree? I couldn't agree more. Well said. So apart from teaching people how to wholesale and how to invest in real estate in general, what else are you working on right now? A lot of things. We've expanded into another market. So I'm here in Utah, but I've, I've expanded into Tampa. So we, we've got that project going. And, and I kind of mentioned to you before we started why we did that. I'm working to create more mentors as well. I'm trying to help and make as much of an impact as I can and, and help as many people as possible to find financial success and financial freedom because I found that there's so many people that they're running from paycheck to paycheck. And that's the majority of their thought process, their concern, and they have so much to give the world and they're just so focused on paying the bills. I mean, it's a, it's an honest and great endeavor, but there's so many wonderful things that we would like to do and like to pursue and more time that we'd like to be with our families and more things we'd like to do to serve our communities. But so many people are just bogged down with just buying food and paying their their mortgage. And the more I can help with that, the more that I can make an impact. And so one of the things that I'm doing beyond just teaching people is I'm teaching mentors that have the same desires that I have to make an impact as well, because I only can coach so many people. So that's something I've been working on a lot lately. And uh, it's been super, super fulfilling. Couldn't agree more with there's too many people sort of stuck in that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really allow for creativity and freedom and building communities, right? Volunteer work, all the things that open up to you once you have a stable, more passive income than all active income. And I, I think real estate is one of the best ways to get there. Have you noticed that a lot of the different success stories that you hear, they might be a very successful worker like a CPA or or, you know, they own a plumbing company or, you know, they're, they're successful, but they're earning income. But the ones who put that income into real estate investments, among other investments, you should always diversify. But real estate to me seems like such an important bucket of any financial plan. I mean, I tell people, even if you're not ready to start investing in real estate yourself as what you would think of as a real estate investor. I mean, think first, do you own the home you live in, right? Because that might end up being your first real estate purchase. And then eventually you can move to a different home, rent out the original home, fix it up, sell it, do things. Or also think about maybe just investing into a real estate fund, like a REIT. That's spelled R-E-I-T, a REIT. And these are, it's almost like investing in the stock market, but you're choosing to invest it in something that is um, tied to real estate and grows with the real estate market because it really is all about diversification. And if you have 
to date, ignored real estate, feeling that it's not for you, that it's only for the wealthy or people that can afford to put a lot of cash into real estate, it might be time to reconsider whether you should get started now. So Zach, can people get started in real estate with very little upfront money? A hundred percent. I mean, I had to. I had read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which he talks a lot about real estate investing. I read that book when I was actually 14 years old. So I grew up with, I wouldn't say we were broke. I'm so blessed to have a mother and father that loved me and taught me a work ethic, but I was required to work from the time I was 11. My family had a window or a lawn mowing business and after school and weekends and all summer, I was mowing lawns from the time I was 11 years old with my older brothers and my dad. And I remember asking him like, why are we mowing lawns? Like, why is, why, why do these people have mansions and we don't? Why are people not mowing our lawn? Why is our life so different from what I'm seeing around me? And I remember asking my dad, I got the courage to ask him when I was 14, and he said, I don't know, ask my rich friend. <laughs> so I was like, he's not rich, dad. He's, he's got a beat up old truck. What are you talking about? You know, I asso- associated that with money. And he said, no, son, he's super wealthy. He owns a bunch of real estate. You should talk to him. And his name was Clint. And he gave me the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Super good dude. I actually went fishing with him um, in Alaska last year. And he gave me the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I read that book at 14 and understood some principles that many people haven't learned. If you haven't read that book, that's a great place to start. And so I read that book and my little brain started going, okay, how do I change where I'm at? Like, how do I take and implement these things? And so when I was 17, I started that first business. I started a window cleaning business. I built that business for a decade. And I got to the point where I had three trucks and 13 employees and you know, from the outside looking in, I was super successful, but I was, the bigger I got, the less profits I made, the less money I took home. And I was, I was struggling. And I remember the big thing that changed it for me was the, the day my son was born. And I remember I couldn't even afford to pay the medical bills. And I was so stressed out that I couldn't afford my son and just his medical bills. And I remember it bothering me big time because I felt like I was failing as a man, as a provider. I, I felt I was super insecure about it. And then I was upset with myself that I couldn't enjoy the moment and one of the most special moments of my life because I was worried about money and that made me mad, <laughs> right? So I just remember being so discouraged and so frustrated and I wanted to get into real estate because I needed something different. I had remembered that book and, and I had bought a duplex at that point and I was living in one side and renting the other but I was having issues to get down payments for my next one. And my debt to income ratios were an issue. And I, and I just didn't know how to break through. I didn't know how to break free. And that's when I had actually learned about in that desperation and that moment of pain and that moment of struggle, I started listening to podcasts and reading books while I was out washing windows, looking for a solution to the problem that I had. And I learned about real estate wholesaling I honestly don't even remember where I heard about it. And I honestly thought, well, that's stupid. Like, why why would anyone give you a house at 50 cents on the dollar? Because you still have to sell them at a discount to the flipper, buy and hold investor. No one would give their house away at a discount. I was very skeptical. I didn't believe it was possible. And I kind of just blew it off. And I just kept coming back to it. I kept hearing about it. And I thought about it. I'm like, man, if I could find properties at 50 cents on the dollar, I'd have to be an idiot not to make a ton of money. I could flip them. I could cherry pick the best ones for my rentals. Like it was, it was a solution to all my problems if this stuff was real. And then I had something happen to me that really changed my mind and made me really a believer. 
And I met a guy named Stan and I was washing his windows, a very wealthy gentleman. And I found out he's a real estate developer and I got talking to him. I was super intrigued, heard his story. And I said, man, it would be so cool if I could just get two rentals this year. It would be life-changing. And he said, oh, that's convenient. I've got these two properties I don't want to deal with. I'll sell them to you at a massive discount. And he'd sold them to me, seller finance. And I ended up selling them the next year for over $130,000 profit. And that experience was the aha moment that the wealthy people that don't want to deal with their properties anymore will trade convenience over price. It happens all the time, but you don't see it because it's not out there in the general open public. Like People aren't really talking about it, not as much as they should. And I jumped into this world. I hired a coach and it completely changed my life. I walked away from my window cleaning business in the first, first eight months of doing traditional wholesaling. I did, I did like a hundred and I can't remember the exact numbers, a little over a hundred thousand dollars my first eight months. Uh, the next 12 months after that, I did just shy of a half a million. And the year after that, I did 1.2 million doing real estate wholesaling. And it completely changed my life. I remember walking into the bank and writing a $50,000 check to write off all my debts and taking my wife on trips and doing things that I never imagined would be possible in just a few short years. And I had all this success and I had all this freedom and all this fulfillment, you know, and you asked the question, is it possible to get started with very little money? Well, 100%, that was my story. That's how I started. And I, and along the way, I, you know, it's, I don't want to go too far of a tangent, but I started coaching and serving and helping other people. And the, the whole reason is I had set up a personal goal of putting a million dollars in 10 people's pockets because I read something that you had to give away whatever you wanted to receive. So when I went from a half a million to a million, uh, 1.2 million, I had a goal of putting a million dollars in other people's pockets. Pocket, so I would be blessed and worthy of the million dollars I was going to make in my business. And so I started coaching these people with that intention, that attention only. I never had any goals of becoming a coach. I didn't think I ever wanted that. I still don't know if I do. I just find so much fulfillment in it that that I continued to do it. I, I love it. I love changing people's lives because I know what it means for them because I know what it meant to me for my coach to help me do what I've done. So I was up late one night and to answer more of your question, how possible it is with very little money to get started, a lot of people you know, say BS, you can't sell it. They're skeptics like I was. Right? And so I was up super late one night, like, how do I help people believe and see that it's possible? Because if they're skeptical, if they don't believe it's possible, they're not going to make the investment into the coaching, into the marketing. They're just not going to take action. And if they don't take action, they're not going to get results. And if they don't get results, they're going to be stuck. And I'm like, how do I change that? I have to change their belief first. I have to, I have to help them see because if they don't have massive conviction, I can't help them. So I was like, well, how do I do it? How do I do it? And I was like, why don't I just go show them? Why don't I give them that same gift that I was given of meeting Stan, seeing someone sell their property for convenience over price? So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a thousand bucks. I'm going to fly across the country and I'm going to document day by day. And I set a goal of making at least 40 grand in 40 days. The reason I picked $40,000 because it was the average American income. In 40 days is because it would be good marketing, right? 40 grand in 40 days. So I flew to Tampa and I went to work and I only got the thousand bucks for marketing. And I actually turned that thousand dollars into three wholesale deals. So I found three properties and passed them on for a fee. I made $93,000. I did a $10,000 deal. I did a $30,000 deal and I did a $53,000 deal. And um, I also picked up two more properties that I kept as rentals because they were such good rental properties. 
and um, with over $100,000 in equity. So really, I made much more than 93, but I figured doubling the goal was good enough and I wanted to cherry pick some rentals while I was there. So it was an incredible experience. You guys can all watch that for free and um, see how possible it is. You can see that it is a lot of hard, hard work. You see the action steps. I'm completely transparent on what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. You see my negotiations, all of it. So where can someone go to access that freebie? Yeah. So it's uh, there's a, a link to go get full access to it. You go to dfdmastery.com forward slash 40 and 40. So remember DFD stands for driving for dollars, dfdmastery.com forward slash the number 40 in 40. So definitely check that out. And we'll have that in the show notes for you too. If you go to the website, lifestylesolopreneur.com. Zach, it has been so inspiring and fun to chat with you about one of my favorite investment classes, which is real estate. And again, as you said at the beginning, there's all kinds of things you can do with real estate, but as an investment class, it's just, it's not only varied, but if you look at the long-term success in the market in general, people tend to do really well in real estate when they follow the fundamentals, have good mentorship and are strategic. It just, it is, it's a fabulous way to earn passive income and active income. Wholesaling is a lot of uh, active work, right? You're out there, you're talking to people, but what you can build from it can also have a component that is very passive. And I just love that about real estate. Any final thoughts for listeners before we sign off? Yeah. One thing to, that I want to be clear is real estate wholesaling is active, right? You you are doing the marketing and you're servicing leads and you're negotiating with sellers. And, and if you wholesale the properties, you're negotiating with the end buyer. But the reason I built a wholesaling business is not to go be the person doing that. I don't do any of the negotiations. I only did it for the 40-day challenge. You know, I haven't, you know, in the last $3 million of income in my wholesaling business, I haven't negotiated one deal besides what I did on the 40-day challenge. I don't do any of the marketing. I don't do any of the cold calling. I literally look at my financials once a week. My I call them my KPIs. And then I look at my profit and loss statements once a month and meet with my bookkeeper and then do strategic lunches and for private money and those kinds of things. So I spend very, very little time on my business. The reason I focused on building this and putting a team in place to service these leads is now I have a business that is consistently generating deals at 50 cents on the dollar. So I can go in and say, oh, that's a really good one. I'm going to keep that one for my own investment portfolio. I buy it and I immediately double my net worth at least. Like if I buy a property at 50 cents on the dollar, put 25, 25% down to buy it, at least double my investment with the value that's there. So I'm able to double, if not triple my net worth by buying a property. And then if I refinance out my money, I'm, I'm, I'm exponentially growing my, my net worth by not having any of my own money. I get major tax benefits by holding these properties and they inflate with time. And so, so to me, it was, I'm creating a, a system and a process to build my wealth, build my passive income, constantly having massively discounted properties come across my table that I can cherry pick. And I tell my students all the time, this business is all about cherry picking the best and wholesaling the rest. So it is very, it is a ton of hustle in the beginning. And, um, you know, my mentor told me this, he said, Zach, hustle is a season and not a lifestyle. 
And so it can be built to be very passive, but you know, if you're bootstrapping like I had to, cause you were struggling in the beginning, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of hustle in the beginning, but it, it can and, and should become very passive for you. Well, I'm a big believer in sprints and not, you know, marathons, the point where it feels never ending. And in any successful business, there's going to be moments of lots of activity and a lot of hard work. But the key is to not let that become your 24 seven for the rest of your life, right? And definitely not to put in that level of hustle and that level of effort and sort of time suck into something that you don't own and you don't control, which is what a lot of people in the corporate grind end up doing for years on end till they retire in exhaustion at the, at the end of their careers. So um, I'm a big believer in what you promote. For anyone that wants to follow Zach and learn more about that 40 and 40 journey, don't forget the URL. It's dfdmastery.com forward slash 40 in 40. And uh, I hope to see you back on the podcast sometime soon, Zach. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. And thanks everybody for, if you're still with us, thanks for letting me ramble. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.